This is the New Balls Happy Hour. I'm your host, Troy, and with my co-host, Felicity, we'll be speaking about news which makes us laugh, smile, and feel good. And we're back with you again with the eighth episode of The Happy Hour. Hi, guys. We hope you're well. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, Felicity, can you tell us how are you this time this week? Hopefully on the up and up. I am on the up and up, a bit brighter. Definitely, definitely. Spring is finally here and that means sun, warmer weather. Yeah, good brighter days are coming. How are you? I am, you know, like usual, I'm, I'm well, I'm, I'm good. Uh, the, the less I think about football, the happier I am because my team <laughs> is stressing me out right now. Who are your team again? <laughs> Manchester United, the... Oh. The worst best team or the best worst team in the world. Depending on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, d- depending on what day it is for me. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, in, in all seriousness, I am good. Good, good. For anyone that has listened to this podcast before, thank you for returning. We hope that you found the last seven episodes uplifting with some tips on how to survive through this pandemic on making each day a little bit brighter. Um, Positive news is out there. So we are trying our best each week to bring you something new um, and something that we can reflect on as well. But before we get on to this week's positive news, it's that time, Troy. It is that time. (laughs) I wish it had a theme tune. Yeah, maybe we should make a theme tune for it at some point. Um, But for anyone who is new to this podcast, before we delve into the positive news that we both um, research and share, um, we do a little segment of That or This with Troy and Fliss. And we take it in turns each week to challenge each other. So it is my turn this week. (laughs) And it's another good one. You're going to enjoy this one, Troy. You're going to love this one, actually. Okay, fingers crossed. <clears throat> and the reason why uh, I've chosen this one is because I'm really hungry right now. <laughs> so <laughs> it's <That> inspired. <laughs> okay, you ready? Hard or soft shell taco? <laughs> this is. Mm, didn't expect that, did you? No, I was going to say this is simple, my friend, but I was trying to figure out how to say it in Spanish. And with the the last time I tried to speak Spanish with someone, I, I'll give my Spanish a rest. But that is... Do you know, I can only remember one word in particular during my GCSE Spanish. Queso. And that is unfortunately, desafortunadamente. Well, how cool is that? <laughs> Anyway, back to the taco challenge. So, without a shadow of a doubt, it has to... For me, when it comes to food from from different cultures, uh, different countries, authenticity is key. So, in... um, So, in in Mexico, uh, with the tacos, it is soft corn tortillas which they use for their tacos so 
without a shadow of a doubt, I have to say it is the. Sh- <laughs> my, I think my mouth wanted to say like three things at once. Without a shadow of a doubt, it is the soft corn tortilla for for the taco, and I'll even go so far as to say with the filling, I don't need cheese in there. Maybe just a bit of cilantro, uh, red onion, and I think it's a bit... It's, no cheese. Yeah. Remember, I said authenticity is key. Um, in Mexico, it's well, at least a traditional taco isn't with... It doesn't have cheese in there. It's just maybe a little bit of lettuce, uh, coriander, and red onion. When did you When did you go to Mexico? Well, Anthony Bourdain, <laughs> he, he went to Mexico... On, on a few futures. Oh, and he filled yeah. you in. Oh, okay. And also one of my one of my colleagues <laughs> from an old workplace. Uh, uh, she was born in Mexico, and she filled me in on quite a few different recipes. Wow, aren't you a lucky one? Treasure trove of recipes, authentic recipes. They call me treasure treasure trove Troy. I don't think they do. No, I, I was hoping that would work for the alliteration, but it didn't. <laughs> The cringe, the cringe overtook that one. <laughs> um, interesting. Okay, so authenticity makes sense. Soft shell for Troy. And where where do you lie on this scale of tortillas or tacos? For me, I think I'd go for hard shell just because it's a bit of a texture mashup. It's as simple as that, really. But I like both. I like both. So you just want to just walk all over tradition. That's uh, that's what. <laughs> no, that's I'm, I'm joking. Not what I said. <laughs> it's, it's different I'm strokes. All for authenticity. <laughs> it's different strokes for different folks. That's why we do this, that, or this to to so the audience can get to know us a, a little better. Speaking of getting to know people a bit better. How do you feel about your neighbours? Uh, love them. We're really lucky. We're really lucky with our neighbours. It's good. Have, have you ever had to deal with a noisy neighbour? Um, a noisy neighbour's dog, yes. Ooh, I've been there. But not so much a noisy neighbour. What about you? Definitely in university. In When I was doing my, my undergraduate degree at... Um, in in Liverpool, I do not have the time to recount those stories, but yeah, noisy neighbours. Mm, guessing, guessing, not a favourite of yours, then. Uh, not at all. But this is the time for being positive. <laughs> we're, we're uplifting stories and uplifting people. But this incident actually just came from, I believe, like a couple of weeks ago. So, one of the worst times to have a noisy neighbour is if. Well, at least the dreaded time is if that person is a musician and maybe not a good musician, but a up and coming, struggling musician. Thankfully, that's not the noisy neighbor which we had in this story. So I don't know the names because I saw this on Twitter. So I I just gathered the bits of video which I could. You and Twitter, honestly. Okay, it's not, this is not sponsored by Twitter, but it's easily the best app. <laughs> but imagine having an, a, a neighbor who is absolutely amazing at playing the piano. 
Now, I think the person who posted it, I believe from his Twitter na- handle, his name is Giorgio. I hope <laughs> his name is Giorgio. Now, <laughs> he, record, he recorded the video that his neighbor would play around two o'clock, you know, once a week. And he just absolutely fell in love with his neighbors playing. And obviously during the lockdown, so they hadn't really been outside or been over to welcome them in. But Giorgio decided to write a note to his neighbor with a song request. So, oh. <laughs> so please, I'm wondering <laughs> if, if you were going to write a song request to your neighbor, what would it be? And why would you choose David Bowie? <laughs> How did you know? Um, I, <laughs> yeah, probably Life on Mars, David Bowie, I think. It's a really beautiful, complicated bit of music. Um, and so many people know it. I know you know it quite well. I barely even know the title <laughs> title of that song. But <laughs> but Georgia yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, don't worry, you'll you'll scold me after for, for not knowing that song. No, but Jojo he requested one of the most popular songs in the last maybe 20 or 30 years I can't remember the, the timeline but My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion from Titanic classic and then just listening to and whilst you're watching the video you can hear the the, the music through the walls on, on the video and his neighbour can play far if, if I was as good as, as his neighbour I would have kept up with my music lessons but did you learn the piano? I did. I didn't know. I didn't realise that. Maybe when between, I would say maybe seven and ten years old, or maybe even 11 and 12. <laughs> but then football training fell on the same day as piano, and I chose football. And as you can see, my uh, football career turned out perfectly. <laughs> look look where it's got you. <laughs> uh, what song would you choose? I would probably go for, actually, my favorite piano piece is by, I think his name's Ludovic Enaudi, the song called Nouveau Blanche. Enaudi. Yeah, Nouveau Mm. Blanche. Mm. He's incredible. That song is perfect. And it's actually a song which Giorgio was playing with his neighbor. So how this story... What a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Perfect coincidence. So how this story came, came to a, a, a conclusion is that after writing a few letters back and forth, what George Owen's neighbor started to do was to have duets with each other, but obviously in their own homes, but they could hear each other through the walls. So you, That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so you have these like spontaneous songs which they're playing and they're going back, back and forth. And it's... It's just one of the. It's just one of the, like the, the the nice feel good stories which occasionally come through on Twitter amidst the chaos, and I just remember smiling as I was looking through and and scrolling through the thread. But what mm. was what became what made it a really touching story is that Giorgio's neighbour. I think he he'd moved to I believe America or, or the UK. Again, the details of this <laughs> of this are, are very scarce. But um, 
he moved to 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 America from Poland, and he was in the middle of selling his his house because unfortunately his wife had passed away from from COVID, but she oh. she enjoyed his playing. Yeah, his his wife really loved his playing. So in his way to honor her and and I guess like a tribute to her, every week he would play the piano at two p.m. So playing, so they're having that chance to duet with with his neighbor who he hadn't met at at, at one point. They have met now through the walls. Um, even the neighbor said that it was it, it was just really really comforting to him to to be able to share his love for music and and his wife's love of, of his music with someone else in this world music for so many people is so emotional and that's why music therapy is so powerful it really <clears throat> it's a form of expression but it also draws expression out of you um and it's it's a, a an amazing way to connect with people even though you haven't met them you've both got this common love for something yeah if you just think of the reaction which you have when when someone who could even be a a, a stranger not, necess- not necessarily a friend has the same love for a particular artist that that you do so it could be I know, beyonce and and you have a friend who also loves beyonce and it it just immediately establishes a connection between the the two of you mm, no it's so true that was a really lovely story. Very heartwarming. So on to story two this week. So it's actually not so much of a story, more uh, news newsworthy. Um, how do you feel now that we've reached a lockdown anniversary? So we have had a year since lockdown and we're still in it <laughs> okay we've had gaps but isn't it just crazy that we're that we've had an anniversary and commemorating it by still being in lockdown how how does that make you feel yeah time has actually flown by so fast it's mm. i think around this time last year was when banana bread was still a thing you know it was, it was that was like the first that ship has long sailed hasn't it yeah. suddenly you don't see so much banana bread on instagram and bananas are fully in stock at, at every shop but there's there's <laughs> yeah. been so many so many trends or so many different thing things arise it yeah t- at least time for me is, has really flown by whether I've, i feel like the concept of time has just been bizarre you know, some days drag, some days fly by, but then, but then before you know it, you're four months ahead, and it's it's just a really odd thing. Yeah, I think we we all have a taste of what Groundhog Day was like in in that film. You know, when every day was. Repeat- I've never seen that film. Really? Yeah, should I see that film? I'm I'm genuinely surprised. <laughs> Hang on, what film is it? You're joking, right? <laughs> no. Ground, Groundhog Day. Oh, okay. I thought it was called that. No, no, I haven't seen it. I, I actually don't know what to, what to say to you right now. Um, it's not often your rendered speech. Yeah, that definitely threw me off. But 
I forgot the whole plot, but Groundhog Day was. So, so, sorry, this is you don't you you don't know what to say, do you? Yeah, this actually threw me off so uh, so much. Uh, well, let me move on then. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I came across an article that highlights six ways to process how you're feeling now that we've reached this first anniversary. So, I thought I would highlight just a couple of them. Um, one of which I didn't expect at all but actually it does make sense so before i before i go into that um these bits of advice have been um written by experts so psychologists um mental health specialists um, and a clinical psychologist called linda blair she quoted we give ourselves permission to have our feelings on our anniversaries there can be a time to reflect on how we feel, but also to let go of feelings, which I thought was quite a valid point to let go as well as to consider. Um, so a few of them are, number one, acknowledging how you feel. So during lockdown, lots of us have stopped looking too far ahead and just focused on getting through the day. For so many people, it has been about just survival. Um, and author and former police and military psychologist Emma Kavanagh says anniversaries can pull us out of the situation and allow us to look at the enormity of what we're dealing with and that alone can be quite overwhelming so don't be surprised if reflecting on last year can make you feel emotional just allow yourself to grieve we have a tendency to say it could be worse but actually how useful is that it's not that useful because we're living in a situation that we find difficult so um if we try and suppress our emotions, you actually increase them, which makes so much sense. So just be aware that we've survived a disaster and then it may have a chain it may have changed our understanding of the world. Yeah, because I I think from the point of like concealing emotions and I guess like pushing them down and, and bottling them up, it's always mm. good to remember that it's you know, I think there's the phrase that like, you know, pressure burst pipes. So because of everything that's like clogged up and building up in the pipe eventually that pressure has to has to go somewhere so i think as mm, and you don't and you don't want to leave it until we reach the end of the restrictions it's i think it's important to try and just open up about everything you're feeling along the way because otherwise it as you say it is that it's like a pressure cooker and it's just you will just kind of explode if you don't talk to someone that's why I think services who do focus on being a, I guess, a helping hand and a listening ear, they've been mm. so much more busy than than they usually would during the whole lockdown COVID COVID experience because there's well, there, there's people who who know that they need to talk to someone, but may not feel one hundred percent comfortable with their friends and family, or then the people who do find themselves alone and and haven't had much human interaction for or uh mm. you know during i know their days or, or weeks or months so it's and that there's something to be said for that actually if you um if you go so long without human interaction in the way of just speaking to someone and then you 
we get thrown back into whatever normal is. And then you're almost forced into situations where you have to, you have to interact with people. Yeah. Have, have you bumped into like a friend or someone when you like going shopping in, in Tesco or something or any other retailers? Not so much, actually. Uh, maybe oh, a few times, but not, not really. Maybe I just have more friends than you. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, I couldn't resist that one. So there's yeah, throw it in there. <laughs> so you get to the point where, where you see them and you're like, oh, hey. And then you figure out, okay, what should I do? I'll, usually I'll shake your hand. Do I do the elbow thing? Do I just like wave mm. from afar? So it's, yeah, there, there will be a readjustment to, to just being being around people. I think church mm. will be one of those places as well that you're, you know, it's usually a, a, a very, like very in, intimate place that like you will greet people with hugs, handshakes, etc. But then, it, even all the seating's really close together. Yeah, but it, yeah, it, it will take a, a little while to get used to. Hopefully, that means mm. the next time I get on a flight, I'll have maybe an aisle or a road to myself. You know, social distancing and everything. <laughs> that would be dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next um, next piece of advice is by Natasha Cleely, who's an accredited counsellor with the British Association for Counselling and Psychotherapy. Um, and this is the one that I didn't expect. Planting something. Literally planting something. So she says, planting something could be a good way to mark an anniversary. Gardening can be good because it focuses your mind on the here and now, and but also enables you to focus on new growth, which is actually a really lovely way of looking at it. Um, gardening or exercising also encourages us to get outside, we know, um, and off our screens, Zoom fatigue. <laughs> uh, and she says, I would still say to take it day by day and try not to look into things more than you need to. But um, I thought that was a really interesting point about gardening. Just enables you to focus on new growth. I try and stay away from gardening after... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of the garden. <laughs> For the sake of the garden. Uh, but the definitely the the exercise portion, as I've mentioned way too many times on here, that, that I try and get in, involved with. But maybe I'll I'll try gardening again. I think the the last time it's I, quite therapeutic. Yeah, the the last time I tried to plant something, I was a very small child, and I was trying. I was convinced that I could grow an orange tree in my back garden in the West Midlands. Mm -mm. How does that work out? It, or it just didn't. <laughs> if it worked out as I planned, my mum would have saved so much money on oranges over the years. <laughs> and I tried to plant apples. But alas. <laughs> yeah, I tried to plant an apple tree as well, but we're still buying out apples. <laughs> uh, last, and I'll just, there are a few points, but I'll just highlight one more um, before we come to the end of this episode it's just talking to someone so we did mention we did mention that while the pandemic has had an impact on all of us everyone has experienced the crisis differently each person is having their own challenges to contend with so yeah mine might be different to yours ours might be different to someone else's it's all interpretation isn't it um but talking with friends and family can help and again the same um counsellor Natasha clearly says 
I think it's about acknowledging that this anniversary is difficult and reaching out and speaking to people. It's owning where you are and being able to communicate with people. Um, but also says talking through feelings with a professional counsellor can also help because sometimes it's easier to talk to someone who's removed from your life. Um, which brings me just, you know, for any students that are listening, just a reminder of the services that we do have available. We do have counselling. Um, it was an on-campus offering, but it, it's still running virtually. Um, and perhaps you are the type of person that finds it easier to open up to somebody that you aren't that you aren't familiar with because um, you don't have any pressure. There's no judgment. You don't have to worry about what anyone's thinking. It's just an open space where you can really just say how you feel. Um, but then we also have, for a friendly face, we've also got our chaplaincy as well. We've got our chaplain, um, Danilo, who is so supportive and is here to help talk things through or just to listen or to pray with you um that's what he loves to do and and that's what he's there for so from a spiritual perspective as well um just thought it would be helpful to remind you that 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 that's there yeah i would just like to e echo the same sentiments to really do try and push yourself to, to reach out if you do feel like you're, you're feeling overwhelmed in any way and mm. to, to use use the services available um, from, from us at Newbold with our, our chaplain and the counselling service which we which we do have and I think the the last point she says they they tie into what I want to give for the baton pass today so to pass the baton this week we know that music has a unique quality, unique power to to really speak to our thoughts and feelings and to to help to, to amp up our mood. So what I want us to do in the spirit of everything we spoke about today is to share just one piece of music with a friend that will either inspire, uplift or encourage them in some way. Um, on that note, Troy, my suggestion to you is uh, Life on Mars, David Bowie. Yes, I will listen. <laughs> Did that sound convincing? Uh -huh. No, yes. Yeah, so no. Ju just like how Felicity has suggested a song to me, and I will surely listen if you just suggest a, a song to a friend and see if it just sparks something in them. Yes, just sparks something positive in them. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope that you found it helpful and just a reminder that good things are happening around us. And with that being said, I've been your host, Troy. And I'm co-host Felicity and we hope you have a great week. Take care. And bye.